Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast, connecting you to the leading minds in home improvement to discuss all things marketing and leadership. And now, your host, Kyle Powers. Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Powers. I have a great episode for the listeners today. My guest today has been around sales and marketing for years and years and years. And a handful of years ago, he co-founded a company which sole purpose at that time was to have a repeatable process and to help home improvement companies with their rehash program. That company has since branched out and offers many different areas of expertise when it comes into messaging and systematizing communication with consumers around the home improvement industry. Here today to talk all about rehash, Chris Beish. Hello, Chris. Hello, Kyle. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself today? Doing really well. Thank you. Awesome. I, uh, you know, very interested to have you on the call this morning uh, as I, I really learned more about your background and, and how your company kind of really formed and uh, to discuss the topic today of, of rehash. You know, there's many companies that uh, would like to do rehash well. Uh, and as you've seen, and, and I've certainly seen with working with people, there isn't uh, many out there that do it extremely well. Uh, but before we get in on that topic, could you maybe give a little background, uh, Chris, kind of who you are, uh, what you do, and, and kind of how you have arrived here on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about Rehash. It's near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm the co-founder and CEO of a company called Hatch. We are a messaging platform for home improvement companies, and we actually started uh, our entire company around solving the rehash or sales follow-up problem for home improvement companies using uh, communication methods like text, email, voice, uh, and then helping companies increase their close rate using our platform. So uh, that's sort of the background work uh, I'm coming from, and I think uh, this is going to be an exciting conversation. Yeah, and that's uh, when I was, you know, initially talking with you just, you know, about your platform and stuff and, and kind of coming up with some topics to discuss with you to to hear your history on. That's really the principle that Hatch was founded on was was rehash really uh, intrigued me because, uh, like I said, I'm sure you'll agree that a lot of people want to do it, but there's very few that do it really well. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, I think we found that when we first got into the industry. Our first customer, I think, had attempted – it was their 10th attempt <laughs> at trying to solve it. And so uh, it's something I think most people know exists, but very few do well. Yeah, and I think it really boils down to also is, you know, on the consulting side for myself, you know, most of our calls are, hey, we need more leads. Um, and, and what I found it really boils down to is, well, first you have to learn how to handle all the leads that you've got and, and people you go see to the best of your ability. And a lot of times when people figure that out, they don't necessarily meet, you know, need more leads. Is that something similar to what you see? Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what we see. Uh, you know, our origin story, funny enough, uh, aligns with this. You know, when we started the company, one of my good buddies owns a $10 million home improvement company in the state of Virginia. And, you know, he was saying, uh, we got to get more leads. We got to get more market share, more leads, more leads. They're pretty expensive, though, right, Kyle? They're like 500 bucks an opportunity. 
Um, and one of the things we asked him was, well, do you close all the leads you currently work? And he said, no, we close about 28%. And I thought, man, that's like almost 80% that don't buy, but have a quote in their hand. And that and he's like, yeah, well, we've tried rehash before and, you know, it's like three or four times and it starts out okay. And then it sort of falls apart. And so we started uh, consulting for him before we even launched the platform. And within 60 days of putting together this program for him, you know, he was averaging about 180,000 in additional uh, window and door sales in his company every month using rehash, which took his close rate from 28% to about 34%. And uh, now he's a $32 million business five and a half years later. Uh, it's not all because of rehash, but it's the combination of if I'm going to generate leads, I need to close as many as I possibly can. And, uh, and it, it works if you stick to it and have something that's rent and repeatable and accountable in your business to, to solve it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to talk about one way to, you know, increase your profit margins is you've already spent that, you know, three, four, $500 for that lead, uh, and getting the most out of them, you know, on that way, which can really help catapult, you know, additional growth. Um, cause you're, you're not paying for that lead again, uh, you know, with that. So, um, yeah. and, and I think you hit the nail on the head there where you're talking about, uh, I was going to ask the question, you know, well, why do most people, you know, fail when it comes to rehash? Uh, and I think you kind of started to already answer that, that they don't have a, you know, repeatable system in place. And a lot of times I see when their programs do well, uh, it's cause they happen to have a person there that is just doing well with it. And then a lot of times that person loses steam, uh, or that person, yep. you know, quits or, or, or whatever moves along in the company. And then now you're extremely dependent on personality and personnel as opposed to a process. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it, uh, and that's what we learned. You probably see some of the same things. They, uh, the idea is I'm going to put a rehash process together. We're going to, you know, 48 hours after or whatever time frame, assign somebody to call behind all those quotes and see if we can negotiate, you know, a price that's lower than before. And, you know, what we saw is half the companies, you know, said they were sort of doing that. The other half said, well, we don't want to do that. It seems kind of, you know – sleazy to come back afterwards and offer lower price and what we found is that you actually don't have to do that you need to put sort of a process in place uh where every single customer who gets a quote and doesn't buy uh within 48 hours hears from the company so that you can get the objection of why they didn't move forward and what we found is that the reason people don't move forward is a lot of times price on the surface but most of the time kyle it's price to value meaning they just didn't expect uh the price to be you know, forty, thirty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars, and so they're working through that. Now they're like, "Well, we should get more quotes," or you know, "We should shop this around." And if you are ignoring that, and not having that conversation, those deals are going to go somewhere else. And do you see a lot of that same thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, talking with, um, I, I was just working with a client at this end of last year that didn't have a uh, a strong rehash program all year. It just wasn't a focus for them, but we knew that was one of the things they wanted to get to. Um, yep. And so just putting out, uh, you know, a mailer at the end of the year uh, that just, you know, special discount. We understand 2020 was tough. Um, yep. You know, we'd like to revisit everybody that we talked to. And, and just if you're still in the market, you know, we might be able to get you a better deal kind of thing. Um, and, you know, for anyone that called into the company off that direct mailer, and, and of course, we called behind too. you know, they closed 
hundred thousand dollar business in December, you know, just off of that mailer. So just showing that you're, you're putting some effort towards it is certainly can get, you know, some return, but obviously that process we did isn't a long standing, you know, process to get return. It, it did what it was supposed to in December. Um, and now they're, you know, instituting a, a rehash program on that. But, um, I think it was Tim Mush from Market Sharp that talked about, you know, the buying cycle of people and of leads. And, you know, just like a lead has kind of a cycle that you can touch them, you know, through call, through direct mail, through, you know, email, through phone call, all those kind of different things throughout the year. I think people that you went out and already saw in price is the same thing because uh, those other 80% like you're talking about in your buddy's business – most of them are going to end up doing that project at some time from somebody some yep. and let's try to make it, you know, you be on the top of their mind. Cause it, it always interests me when I go out, you know, canvassing or I, I get someone on the phone and they're like, Oh, windows. Yeah. We just did windows last year. And, oh, no kidding. Who did them for you? And they're like, um, Oh, that's a great question. Like, yeah. really? You don't know who you <laughs> spent 30 grand 30, with to, to, oh, to no. do your windows. You have no idea. Uh -huh. Like, and I understand that like, people get busy, but, what I think is most companies aren't memorable to the consumer and, and that's why they don't know. So if they don't know you when they drop 30 grand on you, how are you, they going to know you when you came out and, and didn't close a deal with them? Yeah. And then, you know, they're going to need siding. They're going to need roofing and they don't even remember you and they spent 30 grand on windows with you. It's so interesting. And that's sort of where, um, that's like how we got born with, with our buddy, you know, going back to that story, because I, it, I see it almost every time with our customers. What we did is, uh, you know, we started in a little room uh, by calling customers and emailing them. We got some response, but it was a low, like 5% response rate. Uh, we started to throw text messages in there, and our response rate went up to 90%. And what happened was is we got some really authentic feedback, too, through text. I mean, I think people inherently just communicate through text in a different way. They'll, they'll tell you that the rep didn't show up on time they'll say hey i never even got a quote why don't you send one to me like you'll get all the feedback that you need to do rehash and so that worked really well but we ran into this a similar problem uh challenge after those first 60 days uh the results started to dip again and so we thought you know we need to automate some of this because uh we had a guy assigned to it but when that guy gets sick or gets promoted or leaves the program dies so how do you really keep something like this going all the time? You need to build workflows and automation that take care of that and then have somebody in the company who's always ready to respond to these customers. So, you know, whether it's uh, an email, uh, text message conversation, sending direct mail out, it's all part of an automated cadence that's triggered off things that are happening every day in your business. And that's where, uh, you know, we started to see like long-term uh, lasting results. Or I think our, you know, our buddy was able to in a year take his business from 10 to 15, and that's where we're like, wow, this is a cool platform. I think a lot of customers could use to to do the same thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think uh, one other point that you brought up there that um, doesn't so much have to do with rehash, but is the is the other things you find out in that process of connecting with your consumers again. Um, I mean, just following up behind, 
on, you know, that visit, a lot of times you find out the things that, you know, sales is doing good or bad. You can find out things that marketing's doing good and bad. Um, you know, just with that follow-up without even trying to, to sell them anymore, a lot of times they feel that pressure of the sale is off and they, you know, just like you said in the text message, they get a little more honest. And I think texting is just the way that people do that now today. I mean, uh, yep. my wife and her friends, they, they rarely ever talk on the phone. It's, it's text messaging. Yeah, so back and forth. I know yeah. it's hilarious. And to be honest with you, uh, we've got probably half of our customers now, if not more, that use us for more than rehash. And you know what they do? They stay in touch with their customers with a two-way text conversation six months after. How the window? And the sales rep doesn't have to remember to do that. They just automate it in their workflow. And it makes it so that when you ask them, hey, where'd you get your windows from? They know it was Bob at Bob's Builders because you're staying in top of mind. Yep. And so the next time they're ready to do something on their home, guess what? They text you. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And so if a company, uh, you know, let's say one of the listeners is listening to this podcast uh, when it releases and they're, they're thinking either a, you know, our rehash program is certainly not producing like I think it could, or we don't mm -hmm. have a rehash program and we're thinking about it. Uh, what's maybe the first steps they should be looking at to even, you know, start moving in that direction? Um, you know, it's so interesting what we find, you know, here's what I'll say. Um, I'll give you best practices of what we learned over the last five years, and hopefully your listeners can get some benefit off of it. I think step one is looking at your your close rate overall, meaning if you went on 10 appointments a day and you closed two and a half, you've got a 25% close rate. You'd be surprised how many folks that we work with that don't quite know that. But you got to know where you are to see where you want to go. And people that s start the rehab strategy is say, hey, you know, we have a 25% close rate or 30% close rate today. We'd like to get to 35, and what does that five points mean? In most businesses, you know, that's a couple, at least 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month in additional business. So now you have a goal. We see the best companies sort of set that up. And now based on the goal and what you think you can drive monetarily, you can sort of think about setting up a program. Is that a person assigned to it? Do you want your sales reps to handle that and hold them accountable? And once you figure out, well, hey, what's worth $50,000 in additional business, you can set up a process. And then uh, after that's done, we see the most successful companies sort of build a playbook. And the playbook just says, we're going to draw a line in the sand. Every customer that gets a quote but doesn't buy after 24 hours or 48 hours is going to fall into a playbook. And that playbook is multiple touch points from the company, direct mail, phone calls, text, emails. And we're going to touch them multiple times to find out either why they didn't buy or stay top of mind. And you're going to draw that line in the sand, and everybody follows that rule. And what it allows your sales reps to do is focus on the in-home closes. And after two days, they can work it for two days, but after two days, somebody else or another process kicks in, and it takes care of what's happening in the background. And then the third thing you think about once you iron out what that playbook looks like is, of course, figure out some sort of automation. Use your CRM. Use a program that allows you to automate it so you don't forget it and there's not room for human error. Then you can rinse and repeat it. And then the last thing is just tracking it, holding it accountable. See how it performs month one. A-B test some of the things you're thinking about. Month two, see the results. And by month three, the companies that do that and continue to do that really do see results, and it lasts. It never goes away. Every single month they see it. It's pretty cool. Right, absolutely. And I, I just find it interesting that uh, everything, you know, in this industry and really 
uh, in, in business in general really boils down to that framework that you just gave. Um, I know I wrote a, uh, a blog article um, for, uh, you know, a industry kind of publication. And, you know, that's exactly what I talked about just marketing there that it's like, okay, find out where you're at, you know, figure out where you want to get to create the processes around that. And then, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but where most companies uh, get it wrong is that last statement you want uh, uh, said about holding people accountable to the metrics that we have set up. Um, and usually when, when I see companies struggling, somewhere in that process, they're not getting right. Either they didn't, you know, they didn't plan right to begin with. They didn't have, you know, goals set because they didn't know their numbers. And it, and it still amazes me till the day that with the technology that we have, that there is so many companies that they don't know their numbers. They, d they don't know their cl yeah. closing rate. They don't know their average sale. They don't know their cost per lead, you know, and those kind of things. And it's like, well, how do you know if you're, you're getting better at anything? And I think rehash is just like any other marketing source you can assign a budget to it you know how do you know how to motivate and and pay for you know a person that is managing that program or might be the person that calls behind yep. or or the salesperson or the sales manager or in smaller companies sometimes it's the owner that goes out and does the rehash you know how do you know how to compensate them you know all that kind of stuff boils out of you know figuring out where you're at figuring out where you need to get and how much you know money in between you got to play with to make that happen yeah i mean i think you nailed it i mean there's you know i i am noticing a shift though in home improvement where they're starting to look at it a little bit like more sophisticated businesses uh you know software companies forever have had win back programs right like uh automobile dealerships have done this for a while and uh but you got to know your numbers so you know where you're going because it doesn't make sense to invest three thousand dollars a month into a program if you if your goal isn't to get to thirty thousand dollars a month in return and and that and i get that and that's why i think most folks end up saying with the folks that say it doesn't work three months from now aren't invested in the accountability piece at the end mm -hmm. in terms of making sure that they hold their process accountable 48 hours after every quote what they end up doing is say, well, some sales guys can go ahead and keep it. And, you know, this other guy, he can do his thing. And you don't commit to something that's rinse and repeatable. And then you're not looking into the conversations that are happening from the people that are the customers uh, who are telling you the reason they aren't moving forward. And uh, it's one of the things we concentrate in our platform with our reporting is, you know, if we send out 100 text messages in a day to a rehash program, we get 90 responses. We actually show you what all your customers say so you can look and see and hold accountable, didn't get a quote, never got an email. No one ever sent me any pricing. They were one and done, said they'd send it over and never got it. And that's if you look at it and you hold it accountable, you will see a return on it. Yeah, and I would say, you know, whether you're a small company or a big company, um, you know, especially the smaller company that may not have, you know, any additional budget, you know, just giving even at least just one call behind a couple yep. of days, you know, usually I've always said that sweet spot's kind of that 48 hours. You, you've said that a few times now, that 24 to 48, um, you know, just giving a call behind, see how things went. If they have any questions, you know, ideally we want to get the business closed when we're there. But, you know, most good companies on average are closing, what, one out of three, you know, on demo. Yep. 
And, yep. you know, so that's giving essentially 66% of leads not closed. And e even if you can just pick up an extra one of those uh, or two of those, you know, a week or month by just one call behind, which pretty much costs nothing, just a little bit of time, um, yep. you know, can make a huge difference in a small business where big companies coming out with that repeatable process, multiple touch voices, you know, like you're talking about. What's kind of do you maybe have a best practice or an idea when you're talking to your potential clients about, hey, you know, if we make this many rehash, if you're closing one out of three, you know, we see our people closing 5% more, 6% more, 10% more. Do you, do you kind of have a number on that uh, when you've got a, a good repeatable program at what additional business it can bring in? Five, five and a half points of close. So right now, if you're at you're at 25, you can get to 30 and you know 30 and a, and a quarter or 30 and a half. And uh, it's cool because we take all of our customers' data. We don't uh, we don't publish it, but what we do is we have an algorithm on our website where we have a rehash ROI calculator. You can actually put your numbers in, and we take all of that aggregated data, and you can actually sort of predict how well you can do with a rehash program, regardless if you use Hatch. So I would even tell the really small businesses, if anything, here's a data point that we found uh, by tracking actual conversations. 48 hours after the appointment, our customers get a 96% engagement rate. That means nine out, 9.6 out of 10 customers respond on why they didn't buy. By, the, by um, hour 72, that drops to below 50%, and by the 10th day, it's below 10%. So if you think about that, if you're waiting 10 days to follow up with these customers who got quoted, you might only talk to one out of 10. Isn't that interesting? So Yeah, like, I love data you know, like that for sure. Yeah, so like if anything, just call after 48 hours, right? Like just just make it a make it a thing. At the end of the day, after 48 hours, just call through those customers and you should be able to talk to a lot of them and sort of make a difference. But um, yeah, it's definitely interesting and we've got – you know, a, a, a ton of data on for these larger customers, putting a process in place really does increase your points of close by about five and a half to 5.6 points above what you're currently doing on average. Yeah, I mean, and so for the listeners, if you're closing one out of three and now closing at 35 percent, you know, what is that? I mean, you can quickly do the math and and figure out you know, what additionally that adds to your business and what you can kind of allocate to it. And that's a good number to start with, you know, for a goal, yep. you know, to drive towards, I'm sure, you know, that's an average. Some people are probably a little better, some people, you know, a little worse, but um, I mean, even increasing your business one or 2% on leads you've already paid for um, can make a huge difference. Um, so what are, uh, you know, what are some things, you know, just from talking to clients and, and being around, you know, rehash, making calls for rehash kind of in your early days, that kind of stuff. Um, what are some things that you see uh, some people getting really right when it comes to rehash and maybe some companies that are getting some things kind of wrong? I think when it comes to rehash, uh, some things that I see companies do really right is uh, it's not brain science and the ones that understand that it takes three touches meaning call email text you know it's going to take that and you're not always talking price but you really want to get a customer to open up and then get a revisit the companies that do it right really do those three things really really well uh, they follow up with multiple touch points after the appointment uh, they don't just stick to price. They just say, hey, lay it on me, whatever it is, price, 
timing, let me know. And then they try to set that revisit. And those are like best practices in terms of that. Like they, they're getting that right. Um, the customers that are sort of uh, challenged with it or who are quote unquote good at getting it wrong. I think they think they can just set it up and walk away. And uh, I don't think anything works like that. If you do it well, <laughs> any marketing, any legion, anything that you do really in life, uh, you've got to put a little A-B testing into. You've got to follow playbooks others have used before you and then iterate because your business will probably be different. Uh, not that much different, but a little bit different. And, um, you know, they sort of they give up and they don't put a lot of time into it. And But they expect five points of close. And that's just not realistic. Yeah, as, as we like to say at uh, Tony Hody Training and Consulting, you have to inspect what you expect. There you go, man. I, t- I tell my entire leadership team that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, that's a perfect touch point. And, and you kind of uh, you said uh, early on in that question, answering that question, that, uh, you know, it's not, uh, you know, brain science. I always like to say it's not, you know, rocket surgery. I was just having this conversation uh, the other day. Um, you know, about closing rates and, and sales and, and, you know, marketing and, and high performers. And it always amazes me that, you know, some of the top performers aren't really doing anything special uh, except sticking to the system, sticking to the process and just doing it over and over and over, over and over. over again. And it produces it, the results, you know. It's it. It's so funny. And uh, it's like an, it's like a really good athlete right yes they have some talent there but the ones that practice day in and day out and day in and day out they just end up performing better most of the time and that's kind of what this is you know yeah Uh, stick to stick to the process do it over and over again look at the reports every day on how they're doing inspect what you expect the money will come the close percentage will increase um i see it time and time again yeah, there's a, a book out there called, I believe it's called Relentless, um, and it's uh, about the coach that um, like personally coached uh, Michael Jordan to become the best that he became, and then some other really top NBA guys. And, and yeah, talent will take you so far in ability, but it was that extra hard work. And you know, a lot of times getting out to my clients, they're, they're looking for like this magical nugget I have for them. And, and a lot of them are surprised to find out that it's, yeah, there's the right processes in place certainly help, but it's the hard work that you put behind them. You have to be willing to do the work. You have to, you know, like you said, be willing to follow up every 48 hours, because if you let that go to 72 or a week or a week and a half, you don't get the result. Um, from it so sticking you know sticking with it doing the work when it's needed to be done and that's what you know produces the result so Um, true so yeah i've had a a really good time on the call today talking about rehash um and and really just you know i think i can sum it up into figure out a process and and stick with it and know your numbers and, and keep doing it repeatedly um, and you'll find the things that work. Uh, but if they're interested uh, in, in reaching out to you guys, maybe to utilize uh, Hatch's system, you know, how might they get in touch with you, Chris? Well, there's multiple ways. I would say the number one way is go to usehatchapp.com. That's usehatchapp.com. Um, check it out just because I think it's interesting. We've got a ton of testimonials, videos, blogs from other home improvement companies talking about this but it's from them it, you know it's 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 from them it's from their mouth their experience sure. so i think it's i think it's interesting um and so you can go there and then you know we have emails hello at usehatchapp.com where you can just say hey guys i'm interested in learning more 
and you don't have to even do a demo. We can send you over a ton of information, white papers, and uh, different information sources just to learn how other companies are attacking this problem and how they're winning. Absolutely. And so that kind of brings me to my last point, uh, Chris, is uh, Power's Powerful Point. What Powerful Point do you have for the listeners today? Uh, I think the powerful point today is, you know, when it comes to rehash, if you're going to do it, uh, take the four steps that I mentioned and start there. Start with what are your, where are you? What are your expected outcomes? What are you willing to invest in it? Put a process and playbook together and then, and then, you know, hold it accountable and uh, don't give up the first month that it may not produce exactly the results you want, uh, but iterate and, and it will happen. So many companies are successful that way. Uh, and so I, I think that's really my, my advice is fo follow that pattern and it can be successful. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, and so again, really appreciate bringing you on the show today. Uh, you let them know that they could reach out at the, the use, uh, hatch app. Uh, and also, uh, they can always connect to you through me at tonyhody.com. We can get everyone in touch there. Uh, I'm excited to kind of be building a partnership with you guys and really learn about what your system is doing for some of my clients um, in, in those different things. But yeah, I mean, from the, the smallest company to the biggest company out there, uh, if you're not doing anything with your on-sold appointments, you certainly should start there uh, and look at how you can get the most out of what you're already paying for. So Chris, I thank you for your time. You have a wonderful day. Love it. Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate you. This was fun. Thank you for listening to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. For a free consultation on how Tony Hody Training and Consulting can assist with your home remodeling business, please visit TonyHody.com. That's T-O-N-Y-H-O-T-Y.com. Thank you for listening.